0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, We got a jam-packed show as usual. Latest on what's going on in uh, Ukraine and with the Russians and the boycotts and so much more. Uh, But first, let me just take 60 seconds to tell you about Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, you know that taking care of your pet means more than just giving them food and water. Your dog's part of your family, and their health and happiness are important to you. I've been telling you for a while now about Rough Greens and how that changed my dog Belle's life for the better. She used to be really picky. I mean, really, really picky. And... Just take the little bits of pieces out of her bowl, walk them across the room, and drop them on the floor.
2: I want to see a video of that. That sounds like fun. I
1: should. I, she was just doing it again uh, <laughs> yesterday because I for, I forgot to put the rough greens oh, on top. Oh snap! And so she's just dropping it across the room. And I'm like, yeah, I should. I should record that. That would be. <laughs> we'll show during one of these, uh, just exactly how she eats without <laughs> it on there, and then how she eats with it on. It's pretty amazing. Because now that I now that we sprinkle the rough, rough greens on her food, uh, she gobbles it down. To supplement, you sprinkle on top of whatever you feed your dog. And it's full of all kinds of vitamins and minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. Basically, all the nutrients that are missing from your dog's kibble food. Because they have to sterilize it. And that process kills all of that stuff. So, most dogs go crazy for it. Mine certainly does. But... Rough Greens wants to make sure that your dog is going to love it uh, before you really commit. So, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you have to do is pay for the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, or call 833-783-3364. That's (laughs) 833-783-3364. Unnuched. Well, things are really, I mean, the news is tightening on Russia right now. What is it, 140 companies or something have boycotted, won't sell their products or close down their stores. McDonald's closed 800 stores in Russia, at least temporarily. Uh, and now we find out that in England, the Cardiff Philharmonic Orchestra, or the CPO, has removed Russian composer Tchaikovsky from its program of upcoming concerts.
2: Oh, no. Not, now that's going to hit Putin where he lives. That's going to hit him right <laughs> where he lives. I think this
1: might be the final straw. <laughs> that it would be inappropriate at this time to play Tchaikovsky. Sure. Uh, except I'm wondering why. <laughs> what? The guy died in 1890, 1893, somewhere in there. Lived in the
2: 1800s. I don't know if it's getting out of hand. Which is, it's good that uh, Kamala has arrived in Poland to sort this out because okay. now, now that you're yeah. banning music and I mean, it's, uh-huh. Putin's got to be caving uh-huh. now.
1: I mean, what did Tchaikovsky have to do with anything? Uh, he he died before Putin was even born. Long before he was born. So <laughs> I I mean, this is just this is kind of ridiculous. Right. Not only that, but apparently they're starting to fire these Russian composers because they like Putin. Um, Amazing. Conductor Valery Gurgiev, 68 years old, was fired as chief conductor of the Munich Philharmonic because of his support for Russian President Vladimir Putin and for not rejecting the invasion of Ukraine. So again, this is kind of a thought police thing. I'm sorry if you're thinking good thoughts about Russia or you like them or you're not condemning this outwardly then you can't work here. It's interesting to me. I it's uh uh dangerous.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it goes dangerous. along with uh, a story we've got later today that Conservatives are saying, "Yeah, it's it's going to happen to us." Oh, it's, it's already happening to yeah, us.
1: No, that's true too. That, which is one of the reasons mm-hmm. it makes me so nervous. Because look at all they're doing to conservatives in this country. I mean, you can't you can't think about Trump in this country. So if you like Trump and you work at a place that's controlled by lefties, you're in danger of losing your job, and you're certainly going to be silenced. So, uh, Gergiev's resignation, well, they kind of made him resign. Uh, Munich mayor Dieter Reiter said the decision had been made after Gergiev, who had been the chief conductor since 2015 uh, 16 season, didn't respond to his calls to rethink and revise his very positive assessment of Vladimir Putin. Ha! <laughs> huh. Awesome. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, we none of us like Vladimir Putin. But is this a reason to fire somebody? If if they start maybe praising him at at the event, maybe during the concert, if he's dedicating songs to him at the concert, I don't know, maybe then <laughs> cuz you don't you don't want that. <sighs> but if the guy's keeping it to himself, what what's the deal? Uh, a statement of the festival's website says Edin- Edinburgh is twinned with the city of Kiev and this action is being taken in sympathy with and support of its citizens. Uh, Gergiev has been also been dropped uh, from the Vienna Philharmonic's five-concert U.S. tour and his management said on Sunday they're not going to represent him anymore. Hmm. I'm telling you, this is the kind of stuff that's going on here. This is the kind of thing... That conservatives are dealing with. And uh,
3: into the studio comes Glenn Beck. You know up? what's really interesting about this story is that it's happening in Berlin, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of the name uh, 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 Wilhelm Furtwangler. Oh, I love. Phil Wilhelm Furtwängler. Well, I mean, we could tell
2: you all you want to know about him, but since you're yeah. here, why don't right. you just you go do go ahead. So,
3: he was the conductor of the mm. Berlin Philharmonic under Hitler. Okay. Okay. And he is very controversial because they say he was a Nazi and he fraternized with um with Hitler um and His story has always been, I only did what I had to do to save the orchestra, okay? Okay. And to save the Mm -hmm. Philharmonic. And he did Mm. help Jewish uh, members escape, okay? Oh, wow. Not not a lot of them, Mm -hmm. but he did help some, okay, escape Germany. But he wore the Nazi pen. He was there. He played the game. He played the game. Yeah. And if he didn't play the game, he would have been out. And he was a beloved figure at the time because it, Germany still—I mean, there wasn't a lot to do, I guess—but uh, people mm-hmm. still went to the Philharmonic, yada yada. Um, and he was—he was a huge figure in Germany. But he had to comply. And it is so strange to me that I know about Wilhelm Furtwängler. But the people in Berlin and the Berlin Symphony Orchestra don't remember. Yeah,
1: that's interesting.
3: Yeah. Uh, It's convenient, too. It's it's that they've conveniently forgot this stuff. We are. We are. You know how you read the Bible and you're like, three pages ago, you guys learned this lesson. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. We are that. We're going to be remembered as those people (laughs) all over the world. It's. It's yep. insane.
1: Yeah, it is amazing uh, when you read scriptures now, and you, because it used to be, you'd think, "How stupid are you, people?
3: Right? How stupid are <laughs> right.
1: you? Can't you get it through your thick skulls?" Yeah.
3: I mean, now? I remember you, Pat, saying either twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty five, which was a which was it? Do you it was remember? around twenty twenty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You said by twenty twenty, our country's going to be falling apart, and mm. uh, we will be in war. And I was the one. Who was looking at you going, are you out of your yeah. mind? There's yeah. no way that could happen. And you're like, you'd be surprised how fast we can fall apart. And, and it has
1: surprised even me, though.
3: Because, oh, it's taken my breath away. Yeah, it's unreal. you and unreal. I, how many days, every day, for how many days did we get down on our knees every day and pray? Yeah. And we saw this coming. And, and it still shocks you. It's mm-hmm. shocking. Can you imagine yeah. how shocking this is? To others who don't have the benefit of some sort of foreknowledge, or at least right knowing history, yeah. And then on the other hand, <clears throat> there are
1: people, Democrats, who are completely oblivious to it. They don't see anything wrong with what's going on now. They're they're fine. There, are, how many Americans are living in a, a total state of nirvana because they they have Joe Biden in office and he's doing all the things
3: that they want him to do. Or many of them. So you know what I I've heard from people recently is I don't know just something my gut says <clears throat> something is wrong and they mm-hmm. don't necessarily know what it is because they they don't follow the news or whatever but they just feel something's wrong mm-hmm. and I'm reminded of um, of uh, oh what's his name Thomas Paine's uh, letter uh in common in the american crisis where he says you know heaven knows how to attach a proper price to something as valuable as as freedom and if god gave us freedom god gave us these rights he would have installed an alarm system yeah how many people are acting like that alarm that car alarm that's going off that you don't even turn around and look at but that Mm -hmm. thing's going off you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forever and ever and ever. And nobody does anything. Everybody about walks it. by. Everybody and walks by. Yeah, at it. Whatever. That's what's happening. I think people I Maybe. think people know yeah. they just are. they don't know what it is or they're afraid to look at it or they're just fine. Somebody's something's happening. I'm sure it's
2: fine. Not my problem.
3: Yeah. Well, and again, there's also the the
1: normalcy bias. People want it to be okay. And so we look for but things to, part, to make it okay.
3: What part of any of this is normal? I mean, you know, can I can I just bring up the weapons of mass destruction labs in oh, Ukraine? the twenty? There's only twenty six of them. Yeah, only twenty six. Um, what? First of all, first of all, the next president needs to stop all this weapons of mass destruction yeah. stuff. Okay. What, what do stop we have them. those for? I have no idea. Why are they in Ukraine? Okay. Uh-huh. Stop. All of this stuff. But if you can't stop all of it, here's what I would like. And I'd like this to happen right away. Uh, Just a big red button by the exit door that you hit on the way out and it says (laughs) incinerate. Right. The right. entire Everything. thing mm-hmm. should
1: incinerate. And how could they not? They're right next door to Russia. Right. Russia's yeah. already taken Crimea. Right. You how? think there's
3: no chance they're no, no, coming in? No, no, no. Worse yet. Worse yet. How is it that uh, Joe Biden has been telling us for months, I think he's coming in. Hey, Putin, come on in. Come on in. I'm giving you a chance. Come on in. Mm-hmm. He's coming in. He's coming in. And you haven't dispatched oh, I don't know, six Navy SEALs? You have dispatched uh-huh. the entire team? Uh-huh. Go in with a phosphorus grenade and, and incinerate. And wipe out all of those things. That is, yeah. this is... Yeah. Can I... I will... I t- uh, never said this on the air before. Do you remember when... Um, when this is when we both lived in Connecticut and i said patterns pattern patterns the mm-hmm. lord's tell me look for patterns i can't find my journal from that time and it's really hacking me off mm-hmm. because uh it, i for like 6 months and i wrote in the journal and i was thinking about and praying about patterns and everything else do you remember what i finally came up with on what he meant by that in prayer mm. I got a prompting, so. look for patterns, look for patterns, and I didn't mm-hmm. know what it meant. So I looked for patterns in everything and it was it was look for a visual thing and I I kept going a pattern 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 pattern. The very end, it was a germ. Okay? Mm. It was a it was a disease of some sort. Mm. And wow. that was the thing that was going to bring us down and I don't. I still don't feel that it was COVID. I didn't bring this up before. I don't feel it's COVID, but now they're talking about, you know, the Russians releasing something as a false flag, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, uh, that could be. That could be. Uh huh. The public. germ. It could be the germ. That's not good. No, no, that's not. <laughs> why? Good. Why don't we incinerate phosphorus grenade? That's I don't
1: understand it. it. I really don't. I. And there's so many threats
3: here. These, you know, nuclear threats, biological threats. But doesn't this also go to, like, the John Holdren stuff? That a biological threat wouldn't be so bad. It would reduce the surplus population. Yeah. It would help global warming. Oh, God. I mean, that they, they yes. are, some people are that sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and are. I think some people mm-hmm. uh-huh. like that have power in this country. And all uh, over the world, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's chilling.
1: <laughs> it's really kind of chilling. What a time. We're in a really serious time right now. Uh,
3: One more thing. Did you watch the Bond series? The with Daniel Craig? Uh, no. You didn't? No, what? I'm not a big Bond fan. With Daniel Craig? Mm, I mean, think. I can understand not being a Bond fan because it's like so stupid and ridiculous <laughs> and cheesy. <laughs> right. right, yes. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Craig is great, but... Um if you watch that I really believe they were basing that that whole series off of the kind of stuff that's happening today with the great reset really yeah the the mm. uh uh spectre which is this organization is exactly Klaus Schwab and and all of the um getting all of the uh intel from the the five eyes to look at everybody, to be able to control everybody. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's it's all the way. And the last episode, they gene splice with CRISPR and they develop a weapon that can kill specific people. Wow. Uh, and that's what... China is working on right now.
2: So there's no need for you to go see that series now.
3: You're just, <laughs> it's been so... Yeah. W- would
2: that be? But more it's amazing
3: a... if you go back uh-huh. and watch it with an eye to the Great Reset. Uh huh. You'll be like, wait, 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 wow. wait. I mean, yeah. I think I might might check them out now. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing mm. with that in mind. Yeah.
1: It, Didn't he die in the latest? Spoiler! Well, I can't tell by you. The, by yeah. the way, yeah. um, but I've already read well, that. I mean, it's been, yeah. it's it's been it's, written in article. It
3: is and the <laughs> best. Do you like Mission mm. Impossible? Yeah, I love Mission oh, it's Impossible. Better than Mission Impossible. Really? It is. Come on, the Bonds. It really? It is. It really is better than the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. Yes, yeah. this hmm. Bond is not invincible. <laughs> this Bond, you understand all the way along. Yeah, you know, uh, and he's he's a, just this tortured soul. But you you uh, you watch him and and I didn't get this. I knew that they were all following you know sequence. But you don't understand until the last one how all of them are really just one story, one storyline, and it's <laughs> leading to what's happening today. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Got to tell you about Preborn. This is this is probably the the most important thing you can do in your life is support an organization like Preborn. They have partnered with us so that we can save as many children as possible. During the course of this year, and all it costs is twenty-eight bucks to show one woman uh, an ultrasound for free. Twenty-eight dollars, uh, and so this is the way to save and put a stop to the slaughter of babies in this country. Sixty-three million have lost their lives since 1973, um, and it's one point—I think one point two or one point three billion worldwide. It, it's just an absolute holocaust. It's un. Real, But if you can can afford it, $28 sponsors one ultrasound for for a woman considering an abortion. And 80% of the time, once they see the ultrasound, they see the baby, they hear the heartbeat, they 80% of the time choose life. If you can't afford $28, a dollar would help if you can do that. If, on the other hand, you can't afford a little bit more, $140 sponsors five babies, gives five babies a chance at life. So, what do you do? You uh, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or go to preborn.com slash Pat.
3: Gray Unleashed.
1: All right, so speaking of all of this biotech, um, on Tuesday, Under Secretary of State Victoria Newland discussed the biological research facilities in Ukraine. Because a few weeks ago, this was all conspiracy theory.
2: Yeah. oh it's ridiculous. <laughs> what? Except for the uh, U.S. Embassy, I think. It, I think that's who it was. Just removing all references to it uh, on their websites. Yeah, I think it was the embassy. Anyhow, uh, in Ukraine. So yeah, no, no, this wasn't. This is. This is not happening? No, uh, not, not, not at all.
1: So here's uh, Under Secretary of State, uh, Victoria Newland.
0: Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you.
1: Well, that's not um, her, but she's coming up.
0: Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, <laughs> which, in mm. fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian yeah. forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So Mm -hmm. we are working with the Ukrainians Mm -hmm. on how they can Mm -hmm. prevent Mm -hmm. any of those research materials from falling into the Mm -hmm. hands of uh, Russian forces, should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda
1: Yeah, they just sound like Democrats, don't they? Exactly. <laughs> Those Russians and Democrats have a lot in common. <laughs>
2: <Huh>.
1: <laughs> so that is true. exactly what the Biden administration does. Yep, they blame on others things that they cause every single day. And by the way, why do we have any chemical or biological uh, labs? Operating no, in Ukraine? No, no,
2: no, she said. No, she said this was Ukraine. They're Ukrainians. Yeah. yeah, they're doing this yeah, stuff all Ukrainians. on their own. You know, mm-hmm. a country that's that, bullcrap.
1: Uh, <laughs> As we all know, we all know those twenty-six facilities are probably put there by us, and 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 we're the ones who uh, started them there.
2: Who thought that was a good idea? To put these labs, like Glenn was saying, so in a former Soviet republic, right. on the doorstep of Vladimir Putin, right in what world does this make any sense at all Help us. certainly not mine it's
1: uh, and somebody's got to an answer for this this we can't just sweep this under the under the rug we have got to have answers on this
2: but that's going to be the line now and you're about to see it uh from the state department spokesperson that's the line now it's it's russia russia always says uh, they accuse other people that's going to be the line here it's not that yeah we had some dealings there and we're working to secure those facilities check this out we got what's this guy john, john kirby, kirby. Ugh.
3: Listen, the issue of, um, uh military biological um, labs in ukraine that the russians keep uh, raising yeah can you basically explain to us what type of relationship if any there was between the pentagon and the ukrainian side on any biological labs uh, when was the last cooperation and what do you have to say about these russian accusations
4: the russian accusations uh, so ready for that uh, are absurd they're laughable okay. and uh you know in the words mm. of my irish catholic grandfather oh he had that ready a bunch of malarkey
2: Oh, uh-huh, that's nothing good to
4: it it's classic Rus- russian propaganda and, uh, and uh, I wouldn't, uh, if I were you, I, I wouldn't give it, uh, oh. I wouldn't give it a drop of ink worth, worth paying attention to. Oh.
5: Wow. Yeah, but
3: but uh, can you what to explain to has there been any relationship between the are not,
4: not developing biological or chemical weapons inside Ukraine. It's not happening. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's because mainstream. they're on the run. <laughs> are you concerned that, that Is actually doing this because they're planning some sort of a, a chem biological? Of yeah, course. I mean, again, not being perfectly mm. inside the minds of the Russians, uh, we have seen one of their playbooks is to accuse the other. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, that yeah. which you are doing, or which you plan to do, <laughs> uh, uh, to create yeah. uh, uh, to create a narrative that uh, uh, that a was a talking and, point uh, given out at the meeting this morning. Else for something that you're that particular boarding I have no evidence of that. I'm not suggesting that that's in the offing right now. Uh-huh. Um, I have no intelligence in- indicators that, uh, that that type of weaponry is in Ukraine and mm-hmm. being planned to be used. So I want to be clear. Okay. But it be is clear. Of a piece of the Russian playbook uh, to blame yeah, others we, we got for it. that, we which you're about Thank- to do or yeah. you're, you're considering doing. Uh-huh. Very good.
2: Wow. So, okay, you know, and I know, and everybody listening to this program knows, That when a politician says or someone in government says, we are not present tense creating Mm -hmm. biological weapons in Ukraine, that may be accurate at that moment in time. and, And that's how they justify that response as being fact. But that doesn't tell us that you weren't working on them three weeks ago before you were on the run there. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Plus, they're just—they're all lying sacks. <laughs> I mean, there you go. They're all lying
1: sacks. It could be still going on, and he'd still deny it. Mm-hmm. It's agonizing, and I—it's it, unacceptable. We can't, as Amer- American citizens, just say, "Oh, okay, those are Ukraine's facilities." Twenty-six biological and chemical labs. Yeah, no. Nobody buys that. Does any? Maybe Democrats do. I don't know. Uh, but like Glenn said, I think we all have something inside of us that tells us this isn't right. This isn't working. Now, you can ignore that uh, or you can pay attention to it and demand some answers from this government. Because this can't happen. We, it is unacceptable. Look at all the things that are, we're finding out now mm-hmm. about how many other things that we haven't found out about yet are we going to find out about sometime soon? It's, it's, uh, it's really frightening to think of the things the government may have been doing over the years. I mean, I you put anything past them? Especially during the Obama years and now during the year of Biden? Who knows what they're up to? In the words of my Irish grandfather, <laughs> who knows what kind of shenanigans they're up to? Because I never knew my Irish grandfather. No, I'm sorry to hear but that. But I'm dude. sure he said shenanigans in, at some point. Well, malarkey. In his life. Malarkey. Malarkey. My yeah. dad said malarkey, malarkey all the time. Okay, that's a good one. All the time. Uh, okay. He had so many great Irish expressions. If that don't take the rag off in the bush, hold on. I'd be like, wait, what? Wait, hold on. If that don't take the rag off in the bush, <laughs> uh, all right.
2: Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a you, good one. You should mix that in on on your <clears> show. <throat> um, let's see here. What, to take the rag off the bush means to excel, to be the best or most triumphantly successful. Does it really? Yeah.
1: All right, let me think, because I don't think that's how my dad used it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he meant, hey, that really excels. <laughs> That's really a, of superior oh, no. quality. I don't think that's how he it used that it. Way? I don't think so. No. That's too bad. No, it's been a while since I've heard the expression, but I'm pretty sure that's not how he used don't it.
2: That takes the rag off. The <laughs> if bush.
1: that don't take the rag off in the bush. <laughs> uh, all right. And then, of course, yesterday we played for you the Ukrainian parlin- parliament member who told us what Ukraine is really fighting for. Check this out. Uh, little for the reminder.
3: rest of us
4: that aren't Ukrainians, I think the world, quite frankly, Kira, <laughs> is surprised by the will of the Ukrainian people to stand up and fight. Are you?
3: Well, I'm not surprised. I uh, we have been fighting uh, Putin for the last eight years and we had thrilling mm. revolutions in our country when we did not agree with what was going on with uh, the direction of where we're moving in. Yeah. But right now, mm-hmm. it's a critical time because critical we know time. that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order. Oh, no! Whoa, they fight for... So, okay, we
1: got it. That was the key phrase. We not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order. hmm
2: by the way, what
1: I didn't know this yesterday morning when we were talking about this. Yeah, I didn't know this either. Uh, turns out she's a member of the World Economic Forum.
2: So <laughs>
1: when she says world, the new world order. Yeah, that's not an she, innocent it, no turn of
2: phrase. She and, knows
1: what she's talking <laughs> about. She knows what it is. It is what we think it is. That's what she's talking she's about.
2: She's a little Klaus Schwab minion running around the world.
1: I don't know if that surprised uh, Fox host. What's his face there? Because, um, you know, he's very conservative and he makes no bones about it. He's he's on the show before uh, the Fox Friends, mm. Fox and Friends in, mor- in the morning. Uh, I wonder if that stunned him as well. I don't think he was expecting that to come out of her mouth. Uh, but Don't that take the rag off the bush? If that don't take the rag off in the bush... <laughs> Oh, and no, I'm, I'm not talking about superior quality there. I'm really not.
4: Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome.
1: Uh, that a miracle just happened. <laughs> uh, maybe we should stop and recognize <laughs> before we go any further.
2: It stopped the streak of 973 straight shots to the... Keith is always shooting
1: crumpled up balls of paper into the waste paper basket across the studio.
2: Yeah. And
1: never makes it. Never. 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 At the end of the show, there's like 15 or 20 little pieces of paper that we got to pick up and throw (laughs) in the garbage because he can't... He just made one. I just made one, ladies and gentlemen. He just made one. It's a big day, yeah. In that's fact, one for 1,344 yeah. or that's something. That's
2: right, that's right. Uh, normally, good. whenever I do make it, I'm not looking. It's like I'm distracted. I'm not even just not looking at the basket, and it goes mm-hmm. in. Miracle. Mm-hmm. This time, I was actually looking. Yeah, I saw that. And I, I made I saw it. the whole
1: thing. This is the I first watched time. it from, from here, it's my first, front row seat. This
2: is a big day, March 10th, 2022.
1: Uh, no, I bet he can't. Not for a while, at least. Like two thousand twenty-four they... or something, he'll hit another shot. Did, did they
2: just challenge me?
1: Yeah, they did. All right. Well, he's we're gonna try. <clears throat> here it is.
2: Okay, you got your got your shot there. Okay, here we mm-hmm. go. And oh, got <laughs> two in a row. Oh no! I gotta go.
1: I gotta go buy a lottery ticket in a row. I'll be
2: back. I got wow. go. Wow. I gotta
1: go. All right. Got some tweets here. The pickled squirrel tweets. Anyone else think that these boycotts, firings are gonna have the opposite effect that we want? China already came in with a new payment system since Visa and Mastercard bailed. Jeez.
2: Yeah, I think we might look back at this time. Yeah. As definitely. When the dollar really started to die, because. Like a
1: real turning point.
2: Mm Hmm. Yeah, they're gonna find a way out of this.
1: The Tyler Morgan tweets with Eric Swalwell saying Russian students should be expelled from the U.S. Here's a guy. Yeah, here's a guy who slept with a Chinese spy for two years. (laughs) And we're supposed to listen to him? Yeah. <sighs> the Met firing a Russian <laughs> opera singer and people refusing to even play music from Russian composers. How long until we have Russian internment camps?
2: That's the vibe right now. It is the right?
1: vibe. And and it's like people are on board with it, it's too. It's
2: such a weird
1: time. It's like, yeah, they deserve it. Put them in there. This is how it happens. Mm-hmm. It's how it happened in World War One and World War Two, Under extreme progressives like we have right now. Hmm. Jeffy's Diversity Orchestra. This is bad, really bad. All of these orchestras that are getting rid of their Russian maestros will now sound like the band that plays Jeffy's theme.
2: Oh, no, no, <laughs> no.
1: From Stinky Biscuit, Bio Labs in Ukraine. Who thought this was a good idea? The same ones who thought it was a good idea to fund labs in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same people. Uh, pastors, Pastor Sam accused, accused someone of some of something you're doing or going to do. How many times this morning have we heard U.S. politicians accuse Russia of having bioweapons that they might use? Yep. Uh, But fortunately, Kamala Harris is in Poland right now getting this all sorted out. Oh, that's good. Everything's going to be fine. They've just reinforced uh, the fact that we're going to defend NATO countries militarily. We're going to abide by our treaties, so if Estonia is attacked, why, bam, we're right there because Estonia is a NATO country. If Lithuania is attacked, don't worry about it. We're going to be right there with troops and air cover for Lithuania because they're a NATO country. Romania, same thing. So, that's chilling.
2: Yeah. So it's chilling. Putin decides he wants to get the band back together of former and Soviet I'm states. I'm afraid that's kind of what he has in mind. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Alexander uh, Dugan is the Russian advisor that's so close to Putin that Glenn's talked about and warned about. His thing is um, Ukraine is imperative to have uh, to restart the Russian Empire. They must have Ukraine in order to, uh, to reinvigorate the Russian Empire. And so if, if Ukraine falls into place, well then... Why not the the rest of the countries that are Soviet satellite, former Soviet satellite countries? I just think that that's what he's got in mind. We'll see. We'll see. And apparently we're going to abide by the treaties. And it's not that I want to break treaties. It's just that I'm so tired of getting involved in other people's conflicts. And it just doesn't go well. It never goes well. Who Stuck listening? our nose in Vietnam. Right. How well did that go? Not well at all. We stuck our nose in Afghanistan and Iraq. Did that go well? No.
2: Yeah, I'm, I just wonder. Anyone listening right now who is fine going over there to fight, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, and I right. just I wonder. And many have right. Yeah, I, I wonder. I'm not. I'm not letting my son go over there. No. Are you want your kids? No, do you want to sacrifice your
1: son for, for for Ukraine?
2: Ukraine? I don't think so.
1: Estonia, Latvia. Lithuania, Romania, the Czech Republic. Yeah. I mean seriously. Uh, bless their hearts. I you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to them, but also I don't want anything bad to happen to my sons who are certainly still of military age. I don't I don't want it. Now, if we're attacked, that's a different I'll fight alongside my sons. Correct. But not for Estonia. Sorry. Not, I'm not passionate enough about Estonia's freedom. Maybe I should be. Founding fathers didn't think we should be. The founding fathers said, mind your own business. Okay, Don't get involved in Europe's entanglements. Don't do it. Because it doesn't lead anywhere good. And they have been proven to be right so many times. Well, they didn't even know about Estonia at the time. <laughs> yeah, but see, the, their their theories and their ideology... Uh, translates pretty darn well 246 years later. By the way, last night the House voted to rush $13.6 billion to Ukraine and allies as part of a bipartisan $1.5 trillion bill Ugh, financing so federal s- agencies.
2: This is agonizing.
1: What does is, what is military uh, money going to Ukraine have to do with financing federal agencies. That's another thing that needs to stop, is sticking garbage into other bills and hiding it in them. And so if you vote against it, then they make you look like a, a traitor because right. you're not voting for what we need. For the next campaign, yeah. But you're really voting against the, the stuff they put in there that shouldn't be
2: in there. 2,741 mm. pages, this bill. Wow. 22 hours it was made available to read.
1: And so there's no way anybody read it. Not
2: a chance. No way. And, of course, this only funds the government, I think, through August. I think it only gets us for the next six months. (laughs) And uh, I thought this was Mm. interesting how um, a conservative commentator on Twitter there, uh, Benny Johnson, pointed out that... um, $14 Fourteen billion, you know, sent to protect the border of Ukraine, but Republicans, who are very passionate about getting this passed, by the way, last night, uh, refused to pass four billion dollars for Trump's wall to protect the border of America. Fourteen billion to protect Ukraine, not four billion. Four billion was too much to protect the United States when Trump wanted to build that wall.
1: And you notice that a wall is being erected around the White House yeah, right. to do so. Right. But, walls uh, work, but walls don't work, Pat. The walls <laughs> don't work, except the one around the White House. White House, that one works. The wall around the Vatican works, mm-hmm. but a wall around the country would not work. Nope. <laughs> it would certainly help. And, you know, the fencing, the double fencing that was approved and
2: mandated by law would have worked. We are a banana republic at this point.
1: Back in 2006, it. and they said no, and it was Kay Bailey Hutchison that uh, threw the monkey wrench into that whole thing. I, uh, And she's a re... Supposedly, she was a republican. <laughs> Which is why uh, I don't identify as a Republican, but as a conservative. Um, all right, let me tell you about Raycon. This is something good in your life. Uh, if I mean, I have made so many great technological discoveries in the last couple of years that I was resistant to at first. Oh, yeah? So resistant to uh, you yeah. know Spotify and all uh-huh. of that kind of uh-huh. stuff. Because I, I, the CDs are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spotify is so superior to that. Yeah. You don't have to burn CDs. You don't have to do any of that nonsense and fit maybe 15 songs. Instead, you can have, like, one of my playlists on Spotify has 10 hours and 15 minutes of music on it. You couldn't fit that on a CD. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's a
1: good point. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, the technology that kind of relates to that, these Raycon earbuds, which I love and don't know how I lived without. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you wherever you go because no matter how much you shake things up, literally uh, they won't fall out of your ears their everyday earbuds look feel and sound better than ever and they've got custom uh, little attachments to them that help them fit into virtually anybody's ear. There's also awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings so you can take Raycons with you wherever you go with optimized gel tips, that I was just telling about telling you about for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycon Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Incredible! They're fantastic. And right now, listeners to Pat Gray Unleashed can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com/grey. B-U-Y. Raycon.com slash Gray. That's buyraycon.com slash Gray to save 15% on Raycons.
5: It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes.
1: By the way, they're about half the price of uh, apples. They sound just as good, if not better. Uh So uh, please check those out. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We're talking about these fired conductors in in Europe that are actually Russian conductors, but they work in Europe, um, especially Germany. Not only were they fired, but their uh, agency dropped them. And uh, let's see. I was just seeing they were dropped from the Vienna Philharmonic's five concert U.S. tour. The management won't represent him anymore. The Rotterdam Philharmonic in the Netherlands also cut all ties with the guy, saying an unbridgeable divide between the orchestra and conductor was uh, now the problem on the issue of the Russian invasion. And again, this is all thought police stuff. Soprano Anna uh, Netrebko withdrew from her future engagements at at the Metropolitan Opera rather than repudiate her support for Mr. Putin. Uh, Costing the company one of its top singers and best box office draws. But again, uh, if they don't fall lockstep in line with everything management believes they can't work for you, wow. Again, dangerous. Because it has already started here. And it's been going on for several, several years now here. Who was it? Who was the CEO that was fired? Was it the CEO of a video company? He had given money to a cause, I don't know, Prop 8 or something in California, and it was years mm. later.
2: Yeah, Firefox, Mozilla, yeah.
1: Yes! hmm And they fired him because he donated to a cause he believed in
2: like 10 years before that. And it was that controversial cause Jeez. of supporting marriage between a man and a woman. Exactly. Whew.
1: But you, I mean, you can't do that, right? You can't, you can't go against the LGBTQIA2 plus. Hold on a second. Crowd.
2: I, I, I don't think you were about to get into this, but Kim, uh, it might be a time to play the Saki clip from yesterday if you want to talk about this because I heard a letter thrown in. Remember how we mixed in a U mm-hmm. last week? So it was yeah. LGBTQU, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Ia.
2: Oh, the I has been in there before, hasn't it? Yeah, did she? Okay. Just yeah, she, somebody said LGBTQI, and yeah. they just stopped at the I. And yeah. I'm thinking that's that's what my brain was doing. It was like, where's the A? Pat Where always puts the a? the a in there. So I don't. <laughs> like, how do you know when to put the I, the U, the A? There's like all of these vowel rules that just, I don't know which one applies when.
1: <laughs> I do want to hear it though. Okay. Let's see yeah. what Saki so, had so to wh- say. Wh- what
2: this. you're gonna see on this clip is fascinating. Yeah.
1: The um, reporter. Wait a, oh, a report- second. Hang on nine, report- one second. Talk about well, Rob.
2: Okay. okay, so what, what's happening is the reporter is trying to make a point that Joe Biden has not always professed this this support for the LGBTQ okay. Niner. Right. Okay, so so she has her Florida talking points ready, her anti-DeSantis mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So she completely ignores this question and then tries to make this thing And about instead Florida. bashes yeah, DeSantis. Oh, I can't take this stuff. All right,
1: let's see it.
4: Um, regarding the Florida bill, um, in 1994, when many of us in this room were in school, uh, President Biden actually voted for a much broader restriction uh, that banned federal funds from being used for, quote, the promotion of homosexuality as a <laughs> positive lifestyle alternative. Wow. Uh, why did he do that? And can you describe how his thinking has evolved over the years?
5: <laughs> well, I think that you have seen the president speak passionately about his view that a bill like this, uh, a bill that would Wait. Uh, discriminate about against families families against kids um put these kids in a position of not getting the support they need um at a time where that's exactly what they need no it's
1: discriminatory it's she's making it out like this bill in florida is an attack on the kids no what is the attack is the garbage they want to jam down their throats That's the attack on the kids is trying to sexualize them when they're four and five and six years old. Stop it. They don't need to hear that stuff now. And if they do, if their parents decide that they're ready for that or that they need that at this point, they can educate them, not the school system.
2: Yeah, kids that age don't need boyfriends or girlfriends, no matter what sex they they are. No, they don't. Period. No, and they don't need to be thinking
1: sexually. Thank you.
2: (sighs) And again... Whether
1: it's hetero or homo, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be presented to five and six-year-olds. Stop it.
2: Yeah, Uh, That's the attack. And and she was... uh, And this is what the Clinton administration even tried to do. Remember that? But that was with just... uh, (coughs) Conservatives were upset then, Mm -hmm. and that had nothing to do with homosexuality. That was just, why are you teaching sex ed? There was like... I remember Jocelyn Elders. It's like teach right. them how to put a condom on a banana when they're five. What are you... Do- what? First Stop. of all,
1: bananas don't need condoms. Really? Wait, yeah, that's really weird. It's really a weird well, we thing gotta, to we do gotta, in the first on. place.
2: Pat, Pat. There's plenty of bananas in this world. We need yeah. to kind of limit their uh, reproduction. Yeah,
1: that's not how it works with a banana, so... That's what, yeah, no, it's kind of weird. Hmm. It's kind of weird to put a okay. condom
2: on one of them. So
1: <laughs> Besides, does... I like bananas. I'm yeah. fine with proliferation of bananas. <laughs> Alright, okay. let's... Let's see yeah, okay. the rest of this. Ignoring its form question. of bullying,
5: <laughs> um, it is what? horrific. I mean, the president has spoken to that. In terms of horrific. his views and comments from 25 years ago, oh, the, I think the most oh, important oh. question now is why are Florida leaders uh-huh. deciding they need to s- discriminate against kids who are members okay. of the LGBTQI?
1: If, they're they're not. What <laughs> are you talking
5: about? That? Is it meanness? LGBTQI is it to make kids have more difficult right? times in school and their community. Hang on a second. I would post.
1: We're running out of time, but could you back that up about ten or fifteen how you, seconds? How, Rob? Do
2: like how do you like I, I that? I want to hear. As far as his comments, let's talk about Florida. <laughs>
1: it's incredible.
2: Maybe in years fact, ago, I
5: think the most important mm-hmm, question okay. now is why is... are Florida leaders mm-hmm. deciding they need to discriminate against kids who are members of the LGBTQI community?
1: Yeah, what? she left out the U completely and just what? went directly yeah, to I was, and, right? and did not include the A. See what is happening? <laughs> I need I don't to know. know. She's discriminating, right. and she's bashing people for discriminating.
2: Unbelievable!
1: Crazy. <laughs> we got to deal with this more. Coming up.
0: Pat Gray, unleashed.
1: Take one minute. To tell you about real estate agents I trust. If you're buying, selling. Whatever you're doing, maybe you're relocating, so you have to do both. you got to sell your house in one location, buy in another. You need a great realtor. You know, and it it can be really expensive having a realtor because they take, what is it, 3%, 6% of the take, something like that. You want somebody who's going to do a great job. Somebody who's going to get your money. Out of it so that it's worth having a realtor. And that's real estate agents I trust. This is Glenn's company. He created it. So his team really fully vets these agents and makes sure that they're the best in your area.
2: Yeah, and if you want to buy, you better buy really soon because about to get a interest rate hike coming down the pike really Right, soon.
1: As mm-hmm. it's been warned now for months that that's what the Fed is going to yeah, do. The
2: next meeting. Plus,
1: the prices are skyrocketing. I was just... Zillow just sent me a thing on my house in... Uh, it's got a number there that I don't really know we could get out of the house, but <laughs> like to try.
2: But that's the problem, though. Yeah, you, know, you
1: don't. And you
2: got to find a good deal on the other end.
1: And mm-hmm. you, you need a real estate agent Boom. that can help you do it. <laughs> real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
4: This is Pat Gray
1: Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Rowdy introvert tweets. We're fighting for the new world order. No wonder so many on the left are falling in line. Uh, the Tyler Morgan <laughs> tweets. I'm pretty sure Khrushchev put those labs in Ukraine, but after the fall of the Soviet Union, we couldn't let an asset go to waste. Mm.
2: Yeah, somebody sent me a story. I can't. I'm so fascinated by it, but uh, um, I can't open it because I don't have a subscription. And it just talks about how maybe Obama is connected to these biolabs. Mm. So I don't know mm-hmm. details yet, but uh, it looks very interesting on its surface. From
1: Hank's Black Market Miracle metal. this morning when my daughter asked which side of the bagel toasts when she clicks the button, uh, not one second later, my son states, the racist side. <laughs> uh, the racist side, yes. referring to the whites inside. <laughs>
2: This is awesome. This is my house right here.
1: We joke about everything being racist. Yeah, you, Us too. You
2: got to mock it, man. Yep. You just got to mock it. It's the only
1: it. way you can handle it and get through it. Devin Crossley tweets, if we send troops to fight for Ukraine, then we're fighting a war for the new world order, not freedom and the Constitution. Uh, Carl Smith mm-hmm. tweets, I'll guarantee you if if I were Russia, I would immediately cave on Ukraine if threatened with a visit from Kamala Harris.
2: Oh boy! No kidding.
1: That's a good point.
2: Oh yeah, I I surrender. <laughs> just turn the plane around. Just We're tell not... us,
1: tell us she's not coming. That's all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Joe McCuller tweets: Soldiers win the battles, then the politicians lose the war. Isn't that the truth? God. They screw up absolutely everything, and the politicians just stand there and lie to us every single day, every single like yesterday. Uh, Jen Psaki. Was lying again about the record levels of U.S. oil production. She keeps saying that uh, that the U.S. is producing oil at record numbers and has produced more barrels than in former President Donald Trump's first year in office. Uh, it's a lie. It's just not. It's not true. And this she said this right after she told Peter Ducey that facts can be inconvenient. And then she spewed garbage and lies. She said, we have actually produced more oil. It is at record levels, which, of course, is not true. We are now producing in the United States one and a half million barrels a day. Less than we were producing in December 2019. So before the COVID uh, pandemic, we were producing one and a half million barrels a day more than we are right now. So don't tell us we're in record numbers right now.
2: Yeah, I need somebody to ask Jen Saki about the, it's 4,621. Remember that number, 4,621. That's how many permits are sitting on some bureaucrat's desk right now from oil companies who are begging the federal government to give them permission to drill at these sites. So if Joe Biden wanted to have an impact, which he doesn't want to, he could have done that stupid speech the other day and said, right now, 4,621 permits are waiting, you know, the Department of Energy for Mm -hmm. approval. We're going to fast track those and we're going to (coughs) start drilling right now. And that would have immediately dropped the price of oil. But they don't want to do that.
1: No, they will not do that. Uh, Got this great thread on Twitter yesterday from Steve Malloy, who is a an expert on oil production. Oh. Uh-huh. There are about 37,496 leases in effect. Assuming uh, the number Saki said on non-producing leases is correct, as of fiscal year 2021, the data are, is not yet available from the government. But a 75% utilization rate is a his- historic high. Uh, many leases are held up in litigation by environmental groups, Industry is in court defending over 2,200 leases, Madness. most of which cannot be developed while those cases are ongoing. Okay? So this is of the 9, that uh, 9,000 leases that we have right now when it was 37,000-some under Trump. Companies must put together a complete leasehold before moving forward, particularly with the long horizontal wells that can cut across multiple leases. Sometimes a new lease is needed to combine with existing leases to make a full unit. I mean, it's so complicated. They've made so much red
2: tape for these oil companies; it's impossible to get anything done. So, so of those nine thousand leases, you're saying 2,200 are currently are, tied up in court or in litigation. Right so now. that's knocking us down to 6,800. Okay, right.
1: Okay. right. Uh, since the Biden leasing ban remains in effect, with no onshore lease sales held since 2020, so for two years they've got they've got it stopped and shut down. Some leases are held up, waiting for new leases or for the government to combine them into a formal unit. Before allowing development on leases, the government conducts environmental analysis under NEPA, the National Environmental Policy Act, which often takes years to complete. Many leases can be hung up by by NEPA or awaiting other governmental approvals. Not all leases will be developed because after conducting exploratory work, Mm -hmm. companies determine that there's no gas there. No right. no oil or natural gas. Right. And I mean, this goes on and on. There are forty six hundred and twenty one permits There's to that drill. number.
2: There's that number right there. Forty
1: six hundred and twenty one permits. Uh huh. Awaiting approval. So forget the nine thousand number. Right. The ones that have permits is only that's only forty six hundred and twenty one. So, but
2: but those are still waiting for approval, and they're waiting for approval. So, in other words, we just so took really that, none of those, right? So, we took the nine thousand number, right? Right. You did twenty two hundred are in court, yes, because the Biden administration is run by a bunch of green socialists. Yep. Knocks us down to what sixty eight hundred. Check my math. Forty six hundred are sitting on a desk waiting for approval. Mm-hmm. So now, what are we down to? 2,200 that are probably Ish. probably of the variety that you talked about. They show up there. They do the research. They go, oh, crap. We're not going to be able to drill here. There's nothing new. I swear. And the government could,
1: writes Steve Malloy, could approve these permits right now, which yes. would enable the companies to move forward
2: and drill the oil. <laughs> it's so frustrating. 4,621. Yes. That's how many are ready to go.
1: And this goes on and on on and on. It's kind of technical, but um, maybe we can put the thread up so you can look at it yourself if you want. Um, but
2: it's... Steve Malloy.
1: Yeah. But it's unbelievable the lies they keep... And misinformation. Why isn't Twitter suspending their account because of the misinformation of this administration? Ah! Huh?
2: Now I've forgotten what we were gonna do. Oh no. See, we were Oh, I know I, what it was.
1: What was it? it we was, were gonna continue uh, the So,
2: so Jensaki deflects away from Joe Biden's oh, past right. uh, LGBT yeah. stuff.
1: Right. His his past sort of opposition. Yeah,
2: he, he eliminated any funding that they might get for LGBTQIA nine youth.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so but Psaki it's Florida's was, fault.
2: But it's Florida's fault.
1: So, Saki was asking about, you know, his former position she answers none of that, really, <laughs> and then just turns it around on Ron DeSantis because he's hurting the children. Oh, come on!
2: <laughs> it's the, mean. The
1: children, the children must know about uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, uh, <laughs> questioning, queer, uh, unknown, oh, wait. Uh, intersex, unicorn, and asexual. Oh, mm. shut Oh. The 12-year-old boy children have to know. <laughs> uh, and these aren't even 12-year-old boy children. These are four, five, six, seven-year-olds. Maybe up to eight. Maybe as old as eight, man. When you're eight, come on. Mm-hmm. You got to hear about all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to know. Because you're really getting into the dating world at about that age, yeah. right? Yeah. Am I
2: right? You're making big life choices yeah, at eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're choosing a car that's going to be a chick <laughs> yeah. wagon for you. You know, it's...
2: Do I like the chicks? Do I like the dudes? Right. I mean, it's a big-time decision at age big Big-time decision. Yeah. Now, now, now children, um, while you should know everything there is to know about sex, mm-hmm. and do you choose the dudes or the chicks, I swear, if you try to ride around the block without a bike helmet... <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: arrest your parents, and you'll oh, never yeah. see them again. Never see them again. Never. Mm-hmm. Put them in prison for the rest of their lives, yeah. and you can't visit. That's right.
2: That's right. Okay? And by the way, if you want to change your gender,
1: mm-hmm. that's totally cool, too. Oh, that's fine. And we won't tell your parents about it, because right. it's none of their business.
2: But again, ride right around the block without a helmet. Uh, we'll arrest your parents. You will never You'll see never the light see of day. Again. You don't have to worry about any of this other stuff we've been talking about. You'll wind up in an
1: orphanage. Mm-hmm. So...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, I mean, it's up to you. It's your choice, right? It's up to you. <clears throat> that's what's going on, really. <laughs> it's about what's going on. Uh, and it's... it it's changed so dramatically in the last especially the last 15 years but the last 20 years i mean there were there were times when we all sort of agreed i think that parents had a responsibility to their <laughs> children and we should leave a lot of their rearing up to the parent no not anymore we can't agree on that the school system has that responsibility now and we'll tell them whatever we want and it's none of your business as a parent. How about that? You stay out of it and we'll tell them about their sexuality and their sexual preference. And in fact, what gender they may or may not be. Mm-hmm. And if we see some sign that they're not the right gender, we'll help them make that transition. And it, that's none of your business either as a parent. None of your business. God. So you leave that to us.
2: <laughs>
1: what, a wor- what, a help. Yeah. Help. what a world.
0: What a world. Hope. Yeah. What a world. Mm-hmm. A
1: Meanwhile, Matt Walsh posted this video of Pete Buttigieg's <laughs> husband. <Good laughs> so stuff. he's leading kids, again, children, mm-hmm. in a pledge of allegiance mm-hmm. to the gay pride rainbow.
2: All right.
3: Check this out. All right. I pledge my heart. I pledge my heart. To the rainbow, to the rainbow. Of the not so typical gay camp, of the not so typical gay camp. camp? One camp, one camp. Full of pride, full of pride. Indivisible, indivisible. indivisible,
2: With affirmation
3: and equal rights for all, affirmation affirmation and equal rights for all. all Watch your heads.
2: With affirmation and equal rights for all. There's a gay camp. Oh my Pat. gosh. There's a camp oh my specifically geared to one's to a child's sexuality.
1: Could Sodom and Gomorrah have been any worse than this? I don't know.
2: Why don't we just spend the rest of the day shooting baskets and the oh, streak oh, is over? Was, yeah.
1: By, well, by a lot.
2: I, thank you for that. Uh, all right.
1: So they what was pledge it? allegiance to the rainbow.
2: What was that? With affirmation and what for all? I forgot. What was it again? Equal justice, e- was it?
1: Affirmation and equal justice for all? There we go. That's today's equal show. Equal rights. Okay. That's today's show title. Affirmation and equal rights for all.
2: Golly. Help. Help.
1: And then if you step one inch out of line, we're going to snap you back so fast your head might be removed from your shoulders.
2: My goodness, you say that. You don't have a, like an example, though. You're just hypothetically
1: mm, throwing out that was That was just hypothetical in, in an unrelated story to what I just said. Right. Uh, JK Rowling and uh, YouTuber Vosh are sparring right now over International Women's Day in a tweet that was made. Uh, Rowling shared a tweet that some <laughs> users found transphobic. And, wow. I mean, can we allow her to continue to live? Mm-mm. Mm -mm. That day, the U.K.'s left-wing Labor Party's Equalities Shadow Minister, Annalise Dodds, said on BBC Women's Hour radio program that there were different definitions about what makes a woman.
2: Mm. (laughs) No. This is awesome.
1: No. Dodds was speaking in a discussion about Scotland's gender recognition reform bill which would make it easier for transgender people to change their legal gender. Someone please send the shadow minister for equalities a dictionary and a backbone, <laughs> Rowling tweeted. She, to her credit. Yeah, she loves it. She's a big time progressive. Yeah. I mean, she, in retrospect, tried to make Dumbledore gay. And I think that's the case in this upcoming what is this series of... Oh, uh, the
2: uh, Fantastic
1: Beasts? Yeah, the Fantastic Beasts series uh, culminates sometime soon, mm-hmm. and I, I I, believe they either strongly hint or just absolutely outright come come out with uh, Dumbledore having an affair with uh, another man. So, it's not like she's some kind of conservative.
2: Like, yeah, th- wait, hold right? on. Right? Hold on. Is this going to be a professor <laughs> that he's... D- that, that feels like... A, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody. It feels like a Me Too uh, situation setting up there. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. He was my supervisor. <clears throat> I mean, he was head of Hogwarts. Right. And then he, the right. next thing I know, <laughs> it's on. Yep. What? Yes. Ah.
1: So she's that person, and now because she won't accept the fact that there aren't multiple definitions for, for a woman, uh, she she is being bludgeoned by the left. But she doesn't care. She keeps she keeps speaking her mind. She also said, apparently under a labor government, today will become we who must not be named day.
2: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's really
1: great. And then this Vosh tweeted out, all J.K. Rowling had to do was shut the F up. Whoa, whoa. And she could have been almost uncritically beloved for a century. Women, be quieter and start apologizing. Challenge. Wow. Oh, telling a woman <laughs> nice. to know her place. Oh, wow. A, yeah, she's telling her to sit down and shut up. Oh, wow. That is incredible. She's, but she's not. <clears throat> to her credit, she's not. Uh, let me tell you about CBD <clears throat> from CBD from CBDistillery.com. Uh, Over 90% of doctors said their patients have used CBD to treat some kind of health condition. Uh, Like sleeping disorders. Maybe you can't get to sleep. 90% of CBD distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. There's also nagging discomfort. Maybe you're sore, aching muscles. 80% of customers said CBD helps with discomfort after physical activity. If you haven't discovered the power of CBD yet, you are really missing out. This could change your life. Go to cbdistillery.com where you order online with no prescription required. And again, there's no THC in this. That's the, you know, that's the chemical in in marijuana that everybody's worried about. Well, it doesn't have that. Um, so when you enter PAT, you'll get 20% off at cbdistillery.com. Again, enter the, the word PAT for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota.
4: This is Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Yes. No. 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 Yes. Yes. No. I'm going to helicopter in, dude. Uh, you can't be cleared by the FAA.
2: Is that a no-fly zone mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. Pat's house? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. no.
1: Yeah. Good try, though. I mean, I'll uh, figure it uh, out. If only if only there wasn't that no-fly zone. darn it. Dang. Dang.
2: That darn sucks, it.
1: dude. Really does. It really, really does. You know what doesn't <laughs> suck, though? Uh, starting a week from Monday, March 21st, the new Pat Gray overtime. Which is just what it sounds like. Uh, After the show, there's going to be more show. And we like to call it, and so we do, overtime. Mm. We were actually going to call it the 16th minute. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) yes. But they want everybody's overtime to be consistent in names Uh on the blaze. And so we went with overtime.
2: What are the overtime rules going to be? Do we each possess the ball once? Or how do we do (laughs) this? Well, we
1: start... We start at the twenty-five yard line. Okay. And if I score a touchdown first, the game it's over.
2: Oh, that's not cool. That's yeah, a short field. I know. I don't care for that.
1: Look, I don't make the rules. I don't make universal law. I just live by it.
2: Wow. So, okay. Yeah. What if I get the ball first? I get the ball from the twenty-five yard line. Well, then I gotta score? have a
1: chance to score. So. No, no,
2: no, no, no. You just said that if you <laughs> score.
1: So how do people uh, join us? So in? you got to be a subscriber to the Blaze because oh. it's an extra little added incentive there mm-hmm. and little uh, a little treat, a prize for you, if you will. It's like the Cracker Jacks. You got the candy-coated popcorn, peanuts, and a prize. Yeah,
2: but it's a prize that doesn't suck, right? Because it's kind of a gamble with the Cracker Jack. Right. Well, Cracker
1: Jack was almost always no. uh,
2: Half the time is okay.
1: So anyway, (laughs) in every instance, this is going to be a little prize for you. It's good. Mm -hmm. About twenty minutes or so of just more in-depth stuff.
2: Mm. It's going to be great, and that's blazeTV.com slash Pat.
1: Yes. So subscribe. And be able to enjoy all of that. All right,
2: Starting March twenty
1: Tri- first. March twenty first. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We were just talking about uh, J.K. Rowling a minute ago, who is a big time liberal, progressive type of person. But she believes women are women. You know, if you have the hoo ha, you're a woman. Oh, wow. You got the man unit, you're a man.
2: It's kind of simple. It's cut it, and dry. It's, yeah, it's not really that complex. We're dry.
1: just trying to follow the science. <laughs> And she follows the science. And she's getting hammered by the other side because of it. I mean, you have to walk lockstep., uh, this vosh person, who's a big activist on YouTube mm. uh, said to uh, JK. Rowling, "All JK. Rowling had to do was shut the F up. and she could have been almost uncritically beloved for a for like a century. Get, I mean, that's amazing. So here's here was her response to that. Jake, J.K. Rowling writes, What you and your ilk fail to appreciate is how tediously familiar I find your tactics. I had a violent ex-husband who used to tell me my life would be great if only I'd comply. Brilliant. <laughs> but you're making the same mistake he did. Women like me can't be bullied out of resistance. hmm so put that in your pipe and smoke it. Smoke it. It's <laughs> not great. Mm-hmm. She had a dominating husband who just wanted her to, to comply. And she didn't do that then, so she's not doing it now. She's not going to just comply.
2: I do like it when people on the left politically eat their own. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I, I, when when you strike a nerve, right? And yeah. then they come out and they they staunchly defend like for many liberals it was 9/11 and terrorism, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for many, it was the lockdowns and the overreaction to COVID. Right. And with her, I love how you say something about women and she shows her fangs. And I really appreciate that she's very consistent and does Me not too. back down. Yeah.
1: And you would think, you know, she might just, okay, maybe not admit that she's wrong and go along
2: with them, <laughs> yeah. but just be quiet
1: now. But she isn't. Uh, that's
2: great. Yeah. Never bend the knee. Right? Right. It's mm-hmm.
1: exactly right. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We've got to share some uh, more oil information with you. Plus, COVID, rearing its ugly head. Hmm? Uh, share some interesting tidbits. Seems like it
2: just vanished. The last, yeah, Amazingly. it does, doesn't it? Wow, where did it huh. go? We're, what happened uh, to COVID? Now why aren't we panicked? Right, because we have other things we can virtue signal on now, and it's called Ukraine.
1: Mm, exactly. Uh, Get to that and much more coming up.
0: You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Uh, Welcome. (laughs) I made a startling... Uh, discovery
2: Uh-oh.
1: during the break. What happened? Uh, <clears throat> our men's room now is nicer than this studio. Oh. but And it's not even close. I mean, by a lot. Yeah. The bathroom is nicer than this studio classier. <laughs> Have you not been or, in
2: there? I mean, check yeah, it out. I,
1: I, well, I go in there rarely because I usually go to my... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, dressing room, which Our has, a, Our has yeah. an ensuite um, bathroom mm-hmm. in it. Oh, laboratory. So and, um, and so this time I chose to go to the closer mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just across the hallway, as it were.
2: You don't find this new bathroom a little too
1: dark? No, I think the lighting is kind of cool. It's, you know, it's that classy sort of romantic lighting. I don't need a romantic an bathroom. bathroom.
2: <laughs> I <know. laughs> need to be able to see where I'm going in there. I mean, sometimes Jeffy naps on the floor in the bathroom and I want to trip over him.
1: That's true. So there is that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, neat
1: place. All right. We got some uh, tweets here. Constitutional nobody tweets. Ironically, I'm now starting to dislike all these fruits because of their indoctrination of everyone. Go figure. <laughs> Uh, rowdy Introvert says, "My pledge to be more inclusive. She'll include the following reference: OU 812 plus."
2: Yeah, a little Van Halen <laughs> <laughs> reference.
1: <laughs> I didn't
2: see that the first go around.
1: And Rowdy Introvert says, "The OU812 group oh. even covers bananas." Pat. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's convenient. Uh, Tob- Tobin for Pope, this is your daily reminder that while Tchaikovsky, who died in <laughs> 1893, is currently being cancelled for being Russian, Putin's Twitter account
2: is still good to go. Alright.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Trump's not. No. And fortunately Tchaikovsky's out. Mm-hmm. Rants out loud. See, the pledge to the gay flag sums it up. You have to affirm their lifestyle. You will be made to care. Yeah. And again, uh, uh, yes, tolerance wasn't the issue. They don't even, of course, nobody even claims tolerance anymore. The left, I don't think, claims to be tolerant because they certainly, they are not tolerant. Uh, and tolerance happened a long time ago. Now it's way beyond that. Mm, mm, mm. Decaffeinated Texan, hey, I like Skittles as much as the next fat guy, but I'm content to just uh, tasting the rainbow. I don't have to pledge allegiance to it. <laughs> And from uh, Brandon, formerly known as Biden, we have the Black National Anthem, and now we have a Pride Pledge. Mm -hmm. So nice we can segregate and decide. It is nice. Isn't that
4: nice? Separate everything.
1: We're just in the the era where the President of the United States claimed he was going to reunite the country. We've done everything possible to segregate on all kinds of different lines, on hetero homosexual on conservative progressive Republican
2: Democrat remember when black and white not too long ago we could all agree that 9/11 was bad and sacred and we mm-hmm. shouldn't uh, we shouldn't uh, do what just happened in New York State yeah this
1: is amazing <laughs> I mean the left they will stoop to any level they don't care um, environmentalists. Showed up at the New York State Capitol. Was this yesterday? Nah, a few days ago. A few days ago. Okay. And uh, this is fascinating. Uh, George Pataki, the former governor of New York. Yeah, so he tweets and he's. Out. I think he's going to run again, right? Oh, really? That's okay. the rumor Interesting. anyway. Interesting. Okay. They're trying to get him to so, run So, yeah, again. the
2: environmentalists show up with their little banner to show the threat that is climate change. And it features an airplane I don't know if we have that. There we go. See, the airplane is climate change. And look, it's flying into the Twin Towers. And it's time to wake up, America, before it's too late.
1: That is incredible. You are despicable. So apparently Pataki uh, tweeted this out. This is a cruel stunt that is an insult to the families who lost loved ones and the heroes who responded to those attacks. I never thought New York politicians could stoop this low. We can have a little hope unless they're kicked out as soon as possible.
2: Oh, those are New York politicians holding oh, that sign? That's incredible. Sweet Lord. I, I mean, yeah, is... they're
1: not just environmental wackos. Mm-hmm. They are that too. But they're politicians.
2: And you thought that was going to be okay? <laughs> I, they thought they were so witty when they were sewing that banner together. Oh, yeah, we're going to put climate change on the plane, mm-hmm. and it's going to be flying into the Twin Towers. Everyone will understand how serious it is now. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And now
1: uh, Kodak Black. You know who Kodak Black is, Corby? <laughs> Keith and I aren't that familiar with and you. you aren't either. So this is how Kodak I
2: stumbled Black. onto this article. Calvin Ridley, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, just got busted for gambling <laughs> because apparently the NFL can promote gambling, but its players can't actually gamble, uh, even if it's not on their own team.
1: So anyway. Yeah, you can get in bed with the sponsors because they're providing you with millions of dollars yes. a year but don't right. you dare bet on right. those games. and
2: this is when he was away from the facility. <laughs> I know no one cares Great. about Atlanta Falcons football, but Calvin Ridley basically just took the year off for mental health reasons or whatever the reason was given. And so mm-hmm. late November, when he hasn't been with the team for, mm-hmm. I guess at that point, at least a month and a half, uh, he, uh, he he was betting on games. Right, right. And so Five, I, th- I think. Uh, yeah, I think it was a parlay, right? $1,500 yeah. on a parlay on his phone. I don't know how they found this out. That's more concerning to me than any of this, really. And mm-hmm. I want to know if he won, by the way. Uh, So anyway, he gambles, he's been kicked out of football for all of 2022, and I've been checking his feed because he's been tweeting some crazy stuff, it's been fun, entertaining. Anyway, I see this story that he retweeted, and I just thought, wait, what? This is awesome! Kodak Black,
1: (laughs) uh, I guess a famous rapper. Yeah, I guess. Uh, His recent album, Back for Everything, saw a musical revival of the polarizing South Florida rap icon, of
2: course. Okay, you know this. Don't uh, act right. like now you're acting. Right. Now like, I'm acting Okay, like- stop. Yeah. <laughs> However, this success
1: may not have been possible if he were not pardoned from prison by Donald Trump during the last week of Trump's presidency. Uh, wow. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yak. Now who's Yak? Yak has always been grateful for this. I think gift that's from his Trump. nickname. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, you are so acting not,
1: like you don't know again. It's not enough that his <laughs> name is Kodak Black, right. but now it's Yak. Yeah. Too.
2: Yeah. It's like you know uh, Kanye's Yay. Right? Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know. Sure. I love how you're trying to. Yeah. I, I'm act just... like you don't know all these references. <laughs> Drop the act, Pat. Well, Yak, as we all know, <laughs> yes,
1: has you. always been grateful for that <laughs> gift from Trump and has been publicly endorsing him and make America great again mm-hmm. ever since. That's kind of cool.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Whether it be having dreams about Trump and professing his love for him, pushing for him to be back in office or repping MAGA hats, Kodak is infatuated with Donald Trump. This Mm -hmm. past week, he expressed his fandom again as he visited the Nelk Boys, which is another group I love, Mm -hmm. a viral group of young influencers, of course, (laughs) on their Full Send podcast, which I, I never miss a moment of it. Mm-hmm. Never. When asked about his love for Trump, <laughs> Kodak explained that he aims to pay back the favor Trump did for him. Oh, wow. I got to show support. I'm forever indebted to that boy. Mm. Yak continued by saying that the United States voting Trump out of office and replacing him with President Biden was the, well, here's the quote. Here's the quote. <laughs> Getting rid of Trump was the worst thing that America could have did. End quote. End quote. <clears throat> Again, quote, the worst thing America could have did. Could have did. Unquote.
2: So we, you know, we try to say it, you know, and it, it just doesn't flow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you, how you just say that statement. That's the worst thing America could have did. I, I want to I say done. It's the worst thing America could have done. I don't know. Who says did? I By the way, uh, three-year federal prison okay. was handed down to uh, <clears throat> Yak for falsifying what? documents used to buy weapons at a Miami gun store. He served about half the time, about a year and a oh, half okay. there. Oh, so, okay. Until so Trump. he's not
1: in prison now.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. This what is, do you this want
1: to bet they're trying to Trump up charge? Get it? Trump up charge. Tr- because of his stance on Trump. Are you... Uh, I, I bet they'd love to put him in prison again.
2: Let's test your uh, Kodak Black uh, oh, okay. musical
1: knowledge. Sure.
2: Uh, what's your favorite uh, Kodak Black song?
1: Again, Probably. you ask me these kinds of things. No, when is it... I, no, I can't. No Flockin'. That's one of the really good ones. It's probably top five. Super Gremlin. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fond of it, but it's uh-huh. not my favorite.
2: How about <laughs> grinding all season?
1: Oh, I love grinding all season. Right?
2: Codeine love dreaming. It. Oh, I got to check that one out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> dreaming.
1: It's great. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, it's hard to pick your favorite Kodak right, sure, Black song. Sure, you know, so that's good. He's getting. It's the toughest thing that we could have ever did. It's a matter of fact, hold on,
2: hold on. but but do you think that Kodak Black likes hmm. Donald Trump more than Lindsey Graham likes Joe Biden? We're going to have to explore that here soon, huh?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question because. <laughs> Lindsay seems to really, really enjoy...
2: I don't know what this is from. This this has been going around. I think
1: this is from a while ago, Oh Yeah. yeah, It's not recent. It's got to be. Some documentary or something. But we will show it to you here in just a second. (laughs) First of all, let me take uh, 60 seconds and tell you about Omega XL. Because if you're in pain, here's something that's all natural, that's not a drug, that is not addictive and is going to mess you up or you know, you're going to have a hard time getting a prescription for. Omega XL, all natural, comes from the pristine waters around New Zealand. And uh, it's got the SPMs in it that are necessary to keep your joints healthy. So if you've got joint pain, muscle aches, whatever, Omega XL restores the SPMs. It rejuvenates your joints and muscles. And you can move like you did before and without all the pain that accompanies movement. As you get older, uh, our bodies produce fewer SPMs, which is why sometimes then you develop the inflammation that you develop. So go to OmegaXL.com, buy a bottle of Omega XL, and they'll throw in a second one for free. It's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. OmegaXL.com slash For buy one, get one free. Or call 800 844 Forty eight eighty
3: eight. Beware that gray is unleashed.
1: Okay, so Lindsey Graham, we don't again, we don't have a lot of context for this, because I don't know when he said this. I it was years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, somebody sent us this video of Lindsey discussing Joe Biden. Here's what he had to say about him at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you can't admire Joe Biden as a person, then it's probably you got a problem. A
4: problem. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you yeah, need to do some uh... self-evaluation. Because <laughs> what's uh, not to like? And, uh, everything. Uh, Are you kidding he's me? The nicest person I <laughs> think I've ever met. Before.
2: Oh, for three. <laughs> is that right?
4: Okay. He is as good a man uh, as God ever created.
2: Oh my!
1: <laughs> gosh, what an awful judge of character. 0 for
2: 4. That is you, unbelievable. You got to do some serious evaluation <laughs> if you don't think he's the best man that well, God ever one created. One of the
1: best man that God ever created uh, put on this planet. He did some self-evaluation. That's so good. He's just a good old boy. I love me some Joe Biden.
2: Oh, God. If
1: you love him so much, why don't you marry him?
2: Okay, well. That
1: took care of it right there. <laughs> Bam. Uh-huh. Deal with that, Lindsay. Uh may have crossed his I mind. I probably wouldn't mind that. Because he's such a good man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: That's I don't, rough. I don't even care what year that was that he said it. It's so right? absurdly it doesn't matter. stupid.
2: Pick a time yeah. between 1975 and today. Oh, you
1: man. It's <laughs> uh, a bad judge of character. You're absolutely yeah. right. And that's a, that's an understatement.
2: Shoo. You better <laughs> do some self evaluation. <laughs> if you don't think he's the greatest That's right. bread, come on.
1: Look in a mirror because there's something wrong with you. Oh, Lindsay. Uh, look in a mirror.
2: You know, back in the day, and I guess I can say this now because the host is deceased and he can't defend himself, but uh, <laughs> I used to produce a, a show in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, that host uh, took great pride in. Um, and and crediting uh, himself with Lindsey Graham's political uh, Go. Uh, ascendancy,
1: so he would think it was crediting, yeah. uh, not blaming. Right, right. Uh-huh. And,
2: and so he liked to often brag uh, on <laughs> air and off about that, Lindsey Graham. About Lindsey Graham, who who apparently Lindsey Graham told this individual, you know, and he's probably told this to everybody, you know. Uh, I, I, if it wasn't for you putting me on the air as much as you did down here in Charleston, uh, I probably wouldn't be a senator today. So Lindsey gave him credit too? Yeah, Lindsey gave him credit. So, Lindsay, him? Yeah, hmm. him credit. so okay. anyway, there you go. Anyway. Um, you can uh, you can thank uh, a radio host for Lindsey Graham uh, being where he is today.
1: Well, that's just flat out stupid. Yeah. That's what that so, is.
2: So thank you for that. Yeah. Dan? Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard
1: to understand from whence that came. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I obviously Joe Biden came up in conversation between the two when the guy I don't know yeah, was being yeah, interviewed the context, or whatever. Yeah, but I, I
2: don't know that there was there wow. ever a time in his what? How long has he been in D.C.? Ninety-five years, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that that was a, a particular good time for him for us to all point and go. He's the greatest man to ever <laughs> live. When was this?
1: Yeah, it's uh, never uh, the twelfth of never. Uh, the U.S. has put out some estimates now on how many Russian soldiers have been killed in Ukraine. So oh, wow. you've got Russia's estimate. The last one I heard was five hundred. I'm sure they've they've moved that number upward since then. But now we're saying between two and four thousand Russian troops have died, which is still a lot. Uh, you know, in two weeks. But it's not the twelve thousand that Ukraine claims. So Ukraine claims that they've killed 12,000 Russian troops. Now, we hmm. conservatively, they have low confidence in the number in this assessment of two to 4,000. So up to 4,000, I bet that's a little low. My guess is it's somewhere between four and 12,000. Hmm. But it's a lot more, whatever it is, than Russia anticipated. Uh, and I, I think they're getting a little bit desperate now. And to bring this full circle to the start of the show, that's why it's such a concern that they have 26 of these biochemical labs in the country that they could take possession of, and who knows what they're going to do with.
2: Mm. These American-connected bio labs, we should point out. Yeah. At the very least, there's a connection between our country and these labs.
1: William Burns, the head of the CIA, says that in the next few weeks, it's going to get ugly because... uh, Vladimir Putin will double down, and he has scant regard for civilian casualties, in which urban fighter can, urban fighting can get even uglier. CIA ch- chief, who also testified in front of the, uh, a congressional committee, characterized Putin's military plan as profoundly flawed. I fail to see, and our analysts fail to see, how he could sustain a puppet regime or a you know pro-Russian leadership that. He tries to install in the face of what is a massive opposition from the Ukrainian people. That's partly because the resolve of the Ukrainian people was strengthened by Putin's 2014 invasion of Crimea. In many ways, it's been Putin's aggression going back to 2014 in Crimea. That's created the strong sense of Ukrainian nationhood and sovereignty that he faces today. So I fail to see how he can produce that kind of an endgame. Our analysts across the intelligence community are absolutely convinced of the Ukrainians uh, going to the kind of resistance that they're going to continue the kind of resistance that they've been doing. And he said it's fiercely effective. So it almost feels like when you listen to some of these experts who are seeing the data and probably watching things unfold on satellite images. It almost seems like Russia's losing this war. Mm -hmm. Even though they've surrounded quite a few major Ukrainian cities, they haven't taken control of Kiev still. And that's a really good sign for Ukraine. Although, I don't know if they win it in the end. That would be tough. Be very, very difficult. But how long, you know, the longer this war draws out and the more people that boycott Russia and the more companies that boycott Russia, it's going to get pretty tough for him. He's going to have some backlash from his citizens.
2: Yeah, there's definitely, though, that um, China connection there and making sure that the Russian citizens still have uh, access to funds and stuff like that with the uh, credit card situation that uh, MasterCard and Visa tried to impose on Russian citizens. Uh, You can really start to smell alliances hardening here, especially between Russia and China, and what the future looks like is uh, uh, concerning.
1: Definitely. But... You know, American corporations are chipping in there like we've never seen in the history of the world. So weird. History of the world. I mean, McDonald's just flat out closed all their restaurants there. 800 of
2: them. Oh, no, don't throw me in the briar patch. (laughs) Oh, no, I can't get my crappy fast food. I
1: know, McDonald's is... (laughs) I mean, they could close all their locations here, and I wouldn't care. I know. Not one iota. I know. But the Russians do care. When they opened their first... When they opened the first McDonald's in Moscow's Pushkin Square in 1990, yeah. so 32 years ago. That was a big deal. You remember how many people attended? I, I, 30,000 Russians. So longer than a <laughs> Moscow bread line. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 30,000 Russians were there waiting for the McDonald's to open. Mm-hmm. That's incredible.
2: And that's when you knew that, that communism was dying. Because yeah, that's yeah. when all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute. This is starting to look like America. Yeah. You know? Right. And then I think Levi, remember a Levi jeans thing there, mm-hmm. all sorts of, when mm-hmm. the West came in there and within what, a year or two, bye.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, just before, also before the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, Russia was in such a desperate state uh, because economically they were devastated. Uh, and they wanted Pepsi so bad because they did They ran out of it, and there there was no supply of Pepsi. <laughs> and you know, in addition to McDonald's, they love American products: uh-huh. Pepsi, Coke, all of those things. But I think Pepsi is even more popular than Coke over there. Uh, but they were so desperate for it that they traded Pepsi, twenty warships for a ship for one shipment of Pepsi. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they got twenty. 20- Warships Pepsi had a fleet? Yes. In what? fact, the Pepsi Navy, after this trade, was the sixth largest Navy on Earth.
2: <laughs> that is, I am fascinated. Where are these ships? And and why didn't Pepsi Isn't sail those? Well,
1: okay. they did initially. That's when Pepsi invaded Dr. Pepper. and okay. Took Dr. Pepper over, and they also fired on Mountain Dew, uh, who surrendered. Uh, Almost immediately. Yeah,
2: Mountain Dew didn't put up a fight. So they didn't put up a fight. That's too bad. Now,
1: Dr. Pepper put up a little bit of fight, but they lost in the end. And so now Pepsi has both of them. Here's what actually happened (laughs) to the Pepsi Navy that was the sixth largest in the world. Uh, They sold it to a Swedish scrap metal company to try to recoup their... uh, their shipment of Pepsi to what? the Russians.
2: Opportunity <laughs> lost. I know. At least shoot commercials with it. Act like you're sailing into the bay of Coca-Cola. Come on, Pepsi. Right? Get some CEO that thinks outside the box. That is an amazing fact in history, and I love it.
1: It is. It's fun. You can use that at parties this weekend. I will. Uh, so.
2: It's cr- I'll also <laughs> so use great. how... how uh, This is going to take too long. But anyway, Russian. look it up. The Russian Navy and the deal <clears throat> that... Um, that Lincoln made with uh, Russia uh, mm-hmm. during the Civil War to basically yeah. impose and kind of threaten the South. Look who we've got on our side, you know? Anyway, that's how we ended up getting Alaska. It's a long story, but it's a fun fact. I love... It's hmm. not often that the mm-hmm. Russian Navy comes up on this show. No, it's not. But, uh, the, but now I, it's come up with two different right, stories. but this that's Pepsi awesome. thing fascinates me, and man, they blew yeah, it I, by selling it. I know. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: I know. You could be the only a soda company on earth with your own navy i mean think about that how cool would Coca-Cola that be coca-cola
2: would have surrendered
1: you could have taken canada with 20 warships Oh, definitely. seriously oh canada would have fallen almost immediately right I'm... to, to the pepsi war machine
2: i am so fascinated by this story right now <laughs> and i'm looking i'm looking at pepsi's headquarters it's a little inland there in new york but it's close enough to the coast where you could you could park these ships uh-huh uh, i this is frustrating that Pepsi just had this opportunity and just let it go. They blew oh. it. God. They blew it. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. I like that story.
1: I mean, I don't know how many Coke locations and plants are coastal, but they could have done some damage to Coke with have. these uh,
2: warships. At least could have sent a message you know? to the rest of the beverage world <laughs> and said, don't mess with
1: us. Opportunity yeah. lost, man. <laughs> I tell you. All right, we'll finish off the week together uh, tomorrow right here on Pat Gray Unleashed.